0: Welcome to the L.A. City Section Talk. I am Tommy Morris. We have Connor and Alex at the reporting. we got signing day. we got basketball playoffs. Talk about a whole bunch of good stuff. We will start with Alex. Alex, we're going to start with the playoffs. We want to talk the lower divisions. Actually, no, sorry. Scratch that. I want to talk signing day first. Signing day first. What did we see on Wednesday?
1: Well, Connor and I actually were at a signing day ceremony, which was super, super cool. We got invited to Rosita High School. Got a good relationship with the coach and the athletic director and their big defensive end, Alonzo Hall. Committed to Wyoming over Fresno State and Arizona State. This is a really cool experience to see and of course the southern section's got a ton of top recruits but in the LA City section, they're kind of more fewer and far between. Narbonne's obviously the big dog. you got a bunch of their good players going off to schools. But when we talk about some of the smaller schools in the Valley especially, just not too many athletes making that jump, going to the next level. So for us to be able to go and, and talk to Alonzo, talk to head coach Andrew Ariola and just kind of get a feel for what it means to that program to so take a kid. And I did a building character on him a couple of months ago. This kid's story is incredible. He moved here from Philadelphia, lost his mom, came here with no place to stay, grinded, learned how to play defensive ends. This kid is just kind of a mess on the football field. He's 6'6", 230 or whatever. He's humongous. Turns into a Division one college prospect, and now he's off to Wyoming. So that was super cool for us to just kind of get a feel for it and really have it for Alonzo.
0: Yeah, and a guy, kind of a unique choice there. I don't know many kids who would pick a Mountain West school over a Pac-12 school. Was there any thought process behind that, or was it just kind of he felt more comfortable there?
1: Yeah, he took a big official to Arizona State. He actually got off the plane after coming back from Tempe and committed, texted the coach and said, Coach, Arizona State's the place for me. That's where I want to be for the next four years. But as, you know, things go, high school kids get a little cold feet. They start rethinking some things. And I guess he just went back and revisited some of the other schools that were offering him. And the kicker here with Alonzo, his guardian while he's been at Reseda High School, is this woman named Lori Johnson. And Lori Johnson had a boy named Jelani Ellison. He went to Wyoming, kind of had a similar story. Lori takes in Alonzo, offers him a bed, a place to stay. I don't know if there's any feelings of, of debt, indebtedness to go to Wyoming, but I think the opportunity to play with Jelani, which ended up kind of being a half-brother situation, that was just a good situation for him. So I think that kind of played into it. But also, he gets a chance to go play right away. As you know, Arizona State's really cleaning up down here in SoCal. Wyoming, not quite as much. So he's got an opportunity to start right away.
0: Yeah, it's an awesome, awesome story. And I'm happy for both those kids up there in Wyoming. But it is basketball season, so we've got to talk a little bit of playoffs. So I'll let you sure. take over the lower divisions. What, what can we see out of that?
1: So lower division basketball, Division One. the story with that, These are the teams that got snubbed, right? Open division, that's the one everybody wants to get into. And of course, they only take eight. So, looking at the lower divisions, the teams that got snubbed for us, we talked about Granada Hills a lot, and we talked about King Drew a lot. And we thought both of those teams, they would be nine and 10 going into the open division playoffs. So, they ended up being the one and two seeds. I like them a lot. But for me, Fremont High School, I went down, I talked to those boys down there. They have a very crazy situation. They lost their coach, they lost their two best players, rules ineligible. And they fell all the way to the seventh seed. So, for me, I think Fremont is going to be a sleeper here in this Division One playoffs. Then, of course, you got Dorsey and Grant and a bunch of other really, really good teams that are going to make a run. But this weekend, the game to watch for me, Dorsey-Grant. That's your 9-8. That's your classic close game. Probably going to be a shootout. I don't think both these teams are really great defensively. But they got a couple of really good players, Chase Polanyi. The kid averaged a double-double. He had 13 points and 15 boards a game. And then for Dorsey, they got a really good sophomore guard named Reese Dixon. I've been really high on him. I think he's an X Factor, so that's a big game
0: to watch. All right. Thank you so much, Alex. Enjoy the basketball. Good job with the signing day coverage. Always a pleasure. All right, we gotta talk more basketball. That's why we have Connor Moore said here to talk about the biggest division, the the hardest, most prestigious division to get into. Connor, what can we expect out of the open division?
2: Sure, Tommy. Uh, so it all starts tomorrow and the biggest game in the city section. Washington Prep, the number five seed on the road against Taft. It's going to be the closest game. Those two teams met way back earlier in the year, and Taft won at Washington by two points. I have Washington in this game just because I think the revenge factor is going to be big, even though they're playing on the road. And they're really disappointed that they weren't able to host one of these games. They were disappointed with how the seeding played out, so I think Washington Prep will be able to get that win. And then in the other games, Fairfax is the number one seed. They're going to host a really talented Narbonne team, but Fairfax, they've been so good all year that they'll win, and then Westchester hosts El Camino Real, who's good, but Fairfax and Westchester are kind of the two premier teams in a section, so we expect them to win, and then that's uh, the Washington and Taft game, as I mentioned, finally Birmingham, the 3C, they will host Gardena, and uh, they should take care of business as well.
0: Yeah, and we, we mentioned this a few weeks ago with the with the school closing and stuff like that. Have the teams kind of gone back to normal now that we've been into the playoffs?
2: I think now, with uh, a couple weeks under their belt after the strike, teams are pretty much back to normal, so that's been good to see. And in terms of seeding, sometimes we see it with football and basketball in the past. There are gripes with who was seeded where and how everything worked out. And I think the top seeds in the Open Division, everything was correct. And in the top seeds in Division One everything was good, too. So there were a couple issues maybe with some lower seeds in Division One, but for the most part... You, everyone's kind of happy with, with the seeds, and so I, I think the work stoppage didn't really affect seeding, and now that it's been a couple weeks, the players are back to normal. All
0: right, so what about the lower divisions then?
2: Sure, so in Division One, Granada Hills is number one, so they were that lucky team that just missed the open division and have a really good chance at uh, winning a title. So I like them out of that bracket, even though or they are the number one seed, so they're the favorite. Uh, I, there's some other teams that maybe could uh, give them a run for their money. King Drew is a two seed. I'm a little bit worried about them on offense. Defensively they're great, but uh at uh, on the offensive end I'm just a little nervous. And then a couple of Western League teams, Universities number three, Palisades are number four. Thought they were kind of overseeded a little bit. Um and then Crenshaw is a dark horse at six and Fremont at seven. So there's some good teams in there. Still Mars the the five C I don't really expect too much from them. They're kind of in a bad division. But uh, division one will be really competitive, and that's what we're excited about. And then division two, three, four, five, there are so many in the in the city section. Um, I think in division two, Chavez is a team that uh, is is pretty good. And then you look at division three, I like Manual Arts. So there's a, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, down as you, as you get lower into the divisions and just look for those kind of premier teams to, to take care of business.
0: Yeah, and to backtrack to the fall football signing day, a lot of kids signed yesterday or Wednesday, so how was that for you?
2: It was great. We went up, Alex and I, went to Reseda and Alonzo Hall, who's this big defensive end, he signed with Wyoming. He picked them over Arizona State and Fresno State, so that was great. Narbonne had a bunch of guys sign, as we're so used to seeing, and that was cool. Carson had a couple guys sign, so city section sometimes people say, oh, it's down, it's not as good as it used to be, and while that probably is true, they're still getting guys out from these public schools, and uh, that's really great to see. It's always nice when kids make it out from the public schools and don't feel like they need to try to really work hard to go to a private school if they can't afford it. Sometimes the the public schools, you know, if uh, the coaches are still able to get college coaches to campus, stuff kind of works out for them. So it's nice
0: to see that. And we talked to Alex a little bit about uh, receivers. So who are some of the kids from the other schools that you're excited to see on Saturdays? Sure. So
2: at Narbonne, um, Paul Edwards is a cornerback, and he had an offer from Colorado State, and he was committed there for a while he ended up decommitting and he signed with Eastern Washington yesterday. So I'm excited to kind of see what he has. Alonzo Gray Hall at that, like we talked about, I think he's going to be really good. And then there are some guys who signed early who went through the signing day ceremony yesterday, but had already signed. So the best player in the city section was Jonah Tawanugu from Narbonne, who's a really great offensive lineman. And he's going to go to Oregon. Narbonne also had Steve Jenkins, who's a good wide receiver. He signed with UNLV, so really excited to see that. I know at Palisades High, they had a kid, Will Jene, he signed with Idaho. He's a defensive back. So some guys who might not get kind of the attention that some other kids get ended up signing yesterday from the city, and so those were some names that I'm excited about.
0: And, yeah, it's kind of one of the first go-arounds with this early sign day period. So I, I, I actually really like it with the early signing and late signing. What, what are your thoughts on the two signing days?
2: yeah i I like it too i think it kind of it's good for the schools and because they can kind of see who okay this kid's saying that he's committed and he's all in well let's see it you know here you go chance for him to sign and then it's also good for the kids say they're not totally 100 percent all in on the school and whether they've committed or not or whatever they have some more time so i like how you have kind of two chances so uh, this is a southern section kid but jordan wilmore was committed to USC, and then the early signing day came, and he said, okay, I don't think I'm quite ready. So he decommitted, and then yesterday he ended up signing with Utah, and he used pretty much all the time he could. He, he decided on that school right before uh, the deadline. And I, I think it's good. So if there's a kid in that position, there's not too much pressure. They can afford to say, okay, I'm not ready to sign up this early day. And then if a kid is ready and they want to just kind of get it out of the way, they, they have that opportunity as well. So I agree you; I think it's a good idea.
0: All right. Thank you, Connor. Thank you so much, Alex, as well. That was our LA City section talk. We'll see you next week.